Friday. Happy, Happy Friday. Friday. Episode 17. Like uh, 16, 17, one of the, I think it's 16. It's, uh, I think it's 17. 16, 17? It's yeah. one of the two. We're one in July. Two. I think that's the main thing. It's July. We're still doing this. Yeah. Again, we've made a lot more content than Mr. Beast. Yeah, July 2nd. <laughs> and made a lot less money. And you know what? A lot of our fans are mothers, and we'd like to change that. So hit that like and share, please. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Now, this week, uh, Friday... Uh, we had a good chat there on Canada Today. Yeah. Thanks we... for that, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to... I wasn't the only one either. Usually it's me that wants yeah, to... Yeah, I actually brought this one up. Yeah, so what do you want to talk about, Tristan? It's your fault now. Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Something's man. Something's happening. I put on the tinfoil hat for this one. So, um, I mean, our least popular uh, episodes tend to be our tinfoil hat ones, but... Why don't we start with a tale of American assassination? Oh. Um, I'm excited. In the last week and a bit now, we've learned that uh, John McAfee, uh, creator of McAfee Antivirus, and uh, global mm, ne'er-do-weller, let's, uh, <laughs> let's say. Uh, a little That's bit of a nincompoop. He was a, um, he was a bit of a thorn in the side of a lot of countries. For mainly, a lot of people, yeah. Mainly NATO countries, yeah. oddly enough. Big corporations. Yeah, massive corporations, mm. the U.S. government, U.S. military. So so it so, makes sense that he might be scared. Yeah, so this is a guy who quite literally had the tattoo, or the word schwacked tattooed onto his right arm. The S was a dollar sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as in it was a paid hit. Uh, Now, what's interesting is when you look at this dude and you watch his interviews, you go, wow, this is a very smart fucking Let's just start at the preface here, because some of our listeners, i.e. the Denmark listeners, might not know who McAfee is. (laughs) Who was John McAfee, Tristan? So John McAfee created McAfee Antivirus. My McAfee wife, so. Antivirus was like the most popular antivirus protection software. Bane of my existence. Yeah, but it came free on every single computer, and it would self-update as well, and it was just generally all around a very affordable and easy-to-use virus uh, scan software. Causes problems. Well, yeah, uh, so does he. Uh, so <laughs> it works out. He... Uh, He's an inter- interesting fellow. So, um, definitely well known for tax evasion. There's no question that this is a guy who was not a big fan of taxes. My wife and, just walked in. She's looking yeah, beautiful. Absolutely. Her school year's done. Fantastic. Oh, the teacher is out. There we go. Big stud of the socialist Crazy teacher. System. If you have a teacher oh. in your family, buy them a bottle of wine. It's not because they don't have one. It's because they will be done it soon. Yeah, and they're going to need another go. one. By the yeah. way, your bottle's in the fridge. <laughs> Look at that. Oh. It's yeah. a bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. fair. It wasn't a box. It's now in a bag for convenience. <laughs> this purposes. is uh, this is Alberta, folks. What yeah. do you think we're doing Berta! this podcast? Yeah. Now let's let's be honest. So let's let's give the mainstream version. So what happened yeah. was uh, John McAfee was wanted internationally for uh, everything from uh, global tax evasion to mm-hmm. global espionage, mm-hmm. um, and. Some I wouldn't be surprised if there were some terrorist counts in there, but oh, there were. Yeah. yeah. So 
uh, what happened was he got arrested and was was being uh, detained in a Spanish prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, side note, Spain has uh, a 25% higher suicide rate amongst inmates than any other developed nation. I think it's out a, of any other European country. Oh, I thought they're, it was developed. They're 25% they included... higher than any other European country. Oh, fair and, enough. And... Uh, <laughs> There's there's a lot of stats that play into this, but you know there's there's always the devil behind the statistic. So here here's and, what the mainstream yeah story is though is that there was a hearing to have John extradited to the United States. Mm-hmm. It was successful. Yeah, he was he was successfully extradited to, to the United States. Now this is a guy and who was afraid then, that he was going to be assassinated by the U.S. So of course the narrative is that in said in said fear he said you know what I'm almost eighty I might as well just end her now instead of dying rotting in a prison. Mm. A few hours later, he did that. Uh, supposedly. Killed himself. Yeah. Now, he did clarify. speak to his wife the day he was extradited, and she... Hours before this. Vehemently yes. denies that there would be anything even slightly encouraging him to do such a thing. Right. And mm-hmm. they were in constant communication, but... In addition to his <clears throat> schwacked tattoo, uh, if, if someone's going far enough to get a tattoo to basically say, if I die under mysterious circumstances... I wasn't suicidal. Yeah. You know? They're not suicidal. And then they committed suicide. I I don't think that happened. Yeah. But now let's talk about a few of the things he did that might have put a target on his back. Oh, can I please? Sure. Oh, please, Evan. I only know of the 2012 incident. So, like, in in detail. 2012. Yeah. They basically went to his property. Yeah. Um, with bullshit allegations, I don't know to about what um, or why, but essentially, but you know for sure it was bullshit. They showed up to his house, broke into his house illegally, killed his dog. Yeah, shot his dog, and then oh, that's John uh, Wick shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And then beat him, took him to prison under false pretenses. Do you have any more info than that? Really? Um. I know, so why I know it's bullshit is only because I know that his lawyers were able to get him off of all charges. That doesn't necessarily mean it's bullshit, so the the narrative could still hold. Do you know? Um, No, but he was saying there were trumped up charges of... uh, Assault or something? I don't think it was physical. I thought it was a financial injury. It it could be. I I honestly, I really don't know. And I think that's why they were, they were, they got, because if it's physical, you don't normally get any, uh, any ability to search property. But then, the glorious, amazing thing happened. So it was a John Wick. This is a technological John Wick. Yeah. Because uh, after he, his lawyer got him off. He sent some incredibly expensive laptops to the secretaries strategically located within the U.S. government, which had spyware embedded on it. And within two weeks of the secretaries starting This wasn't just one these, laptop. This was throughout the U.S. government. Yes. So within two weeks of him doing this, he had access and control over the entire U.S. government. And he did this, frame. he said in the interview, specifically to see if he was being targeted by the United States government. Now, did he find that, Evan? No. He, no? he did, found what, nothing. What did he find? Actually, I think he did find stuff. What did he, what did he find, Evan? Uh, he found out that the U.S. Secretary of State... No, defense? Defense was the biggest exporter of drugs. Yep. Uh, also largest trafficker in all of Central America. Largest trafficker. And then the Secretary of the Interior? No, of um, of immigration. Same thing, really. I mean... 
I don't know what the Secretary of the Interior would be. But in, I uh, thought uh, it was immigration. I don't know. You guys have a fucked up system. Get on the oh, fucking... It's so fucked Get on up. the metric system, bitch! Yeah. Anyway. They're ordering drugs! <laughs> they got so, the drugs! They found out that the Secretary of Immigration was the biggest importer of... Um, the well, largest human trafficker. Human traffic. So biggest importer of human meat. Uh, well, not illegally. just human meat, people in general, and that's not in, and not only ex- importer, that's exporter as well. And I don't, I don't deny that one bit. No. Where I, this is, I, I want to point this out right now, and this is disgusting. And whoever's fucking doing this shit, you got to check yourself because if you're doing it for the Russian government and you're getting paid, you know. Think about where that money's coming from. It's Putin. He's a bloody murderer. Everybody fucking knows it. But if you're just doing it for lols, go fuck yourself. Essentially, after this all happened, about a day after, uh, there was that collapse of that building in Florida. Yeah. And essentially, online, there appeared this uh, tweet that uh, McAfee made, which has been verified as yeah. false, yeah. Uh, where he said that he had 31 terabytes of government information, which is true. And the best lies... Well, there was a tweet about that. Yeah. That wasn't the best true. lies generally do have an element of truth in them. Yeah, we spoke about and that And if yesterday. you've been watching Rick and Morty, you're learning that too. Yep. Some good shit going on season five. Woman, love a dev dev! But <laughs> to, to get back to this, after that statement, they doctored basically that he was housing this information at the address where this building collapsed. Yeah. And uh, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I hate to say it. If you're doing that shit, go fuck yourself. Well, this is that and 6chan shit I, I, all I, I over again where they're throwing 4chan, up... 4chan, you mean? Well, no, 6chan was the first one. Yeah. Well, oh. 6chan is the guy who started Q. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. So, because um, that, that's the same dude. And he... Uh, He's the one who, like, it's it's all that back, back to that guided apophenia. When you're looking for a trail, yeah. they're just going to give you a trail. And, to you find. know, he, he, here's but the it's thing. Fucking I mean, frustrating because when the truth is already being hidden by the powers, to have other people throwing this shit, but then 150 these, these people, are, people fucking, are missing in that disaster in Florida. Yeah. And you're going to go in there and say it was because of something John McAfee. John McAfee did, who wasn't even tied to it. Yeah. When I first saw this, I kind of believed it. Yeah, I was. Too. I looked at it. I sent it to you guys. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously, you got to do your research. Yeah. And this is the critical step a lot of people are missing. But regardless, I just want to say, if you're the person that's making this information, you're worse than the person looking for it to be fake or not. Yeah. And you're a piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. And I just want to move on from there. He didn't blow up that building. That was two unrelated things. I think the American infrastructure budget that Biden came out with is a beautiful thing. I just hope that they somehow pay for it in a way that isn't going to create a crazy amount of inflation. But to move back to this McAfee issue, he actually had 31 terabytes of information. Yeah, he put that out in he a tweet. He put that out that there. Was really that the was thing. the true was, that part. Was, there was a legit tweet saying it. It was never that he said it was in Florida or yeah. that there was at a specific building. Yeah. That was all doctored. Yeah. But yeah, he did say that he had that. He also acknowledged that in the interview that he had that we that we both saw. Yeah, so, that's like. Uh, here's where I'm at. That's though. so much information. Well, what what is it? And it's obviously something that got him killed. And if you look at the most recent 
government executions, if that's what we're calling them. I honestly firmly believed that uh, Epstein was killed by the British because of the prince or whatever that he had information on. But when you look at this, I don't care. Come get me. Uh, If you look at this and you say, he died the same way that Epstein died, which he did. Right? He died in a prison uh, with dodgy circumstances with cameras that weren't on as a massive political figure in a huge trial and who do these guys both tie to government wise with the information that they had yeah anti-us government america and i hate to say it but i think we're gonna see a lot more of this shit with biden in i hope so i mean yeah the u.s the U.S. government, well, that's the thing, is like... I think Trump was so hyper-analyzed by the media, he couldn't get away with having a fart in a bathtub. And now they are so happy that Biden is in down there. At least the, the mainstream media. media the, yeah, the mainstream media has been in bed going to be able to oh, yeah. get well, away with... Quite a bit. But you, this is the yeah, stupid mean, yeah. part of it. They're Supreme Court's Republicans, so they're still going to accomplish nothing yeah. with more murders like this. Like this isn't okay. Like this was well, the Supreme Court. This was a murder in a foreign, foreign country. Soil, so it wouldn't even matter. And you know, when, but, he, but everybody I, knew about Letvinchenko Lech, yeah. when uh, Putin whacked him in the UK with polonium two ten. And this this fucking happened. This one gram of polonium two ten can wipe out, I think, fifty million people. Jesus, it is what the fuck? Oh yeah, if you touch it, come near it. Radioactive substance, man. Yeah, yeah, you're dead. It's the same shit that uh, anyway. uh, Very radioactive. Sorry, say that slowly for the listeners. Plutonium. uh, Polonium. Polonium. Polonium two ten. Two ten. Yeah, that's. The amount of isotope or uh, molecular weight it has is two ten, and at that state, I believe it's uh, quite volatile, which is why they put it usually in polonium rods, which power radioactive um, generators. But polonium two ten by itself is so radioactive. That's that- what that's what powers Putin's horse, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, and honestly, of all the dictators to speak out against, I think I'd be the most terrified to speak out against Putin. I would be, because too. Because that is the most thug-style way to kill somebody. Because ARS, or acute radiation sickness, has four stages. Uh, your first stage is when you first come into contact with a humongous amount of radiation. Now, with polonium-210, it could be as small as a grain of sand. Uh, so you won't really notice any blistering or anything. You'd just be incredibly sick, throwing up constantly. Uh, the second stage is the latency stage. And for those of you that don't know what latency means, it means that all the side effects go away for a bit and you start to get better. And, you know, if you had touched, uh, you know, uranium or polonium, or one of these radioactive materials, you would have had blistering, and it would have been like a burn, and that would have healed, right? So for the guys in Chernobyl that were exposed to a crazy amount yeah. of radiation, they looked like they were melting, 
and then the next day or next few days they looked like they were recovering but what was actually happening is stage three where everything on the inside is melting and then stage four (laughs) they can't even administer painkiller uh, because your cells, your veins, your arteries are all cytolized. They literally explode. So your painkiller can't be carried to the brain. There's no blood movement. It just pools, and then you basically melt. Uh, that is probably the most terrifying way to die, in my opinion. That scares the living shit out of me. Like ever And the government I- brought ev- that into another country to kill one person. Now, if one of those agents dropped it in the sewer system, for example, and it got into the water, you're talking hundreds of thousands of people dead. Probably the biggest genocide since Mao. Yeah. Like if he if he <laughs> accidentally dropped it, you know, uh in a ditch and over fifty years, because it never really loses its half life. No. Yep. Uh, you know, gets into, into a crop, yep. you know, and then you got radioactive birds. Like, th- using that r- radioactive substance to kill somebody on foreign soil. And that's what I'm saying. I mean... Well, I think what's interesting and what we're seeing with Every the US, government is implicit with these crazy murders, is what I'm seeing. Well, yeah. Then, hang on. What, what I were think you going to say? Well, what I think has gotten weirder is, like, have you guys ever been to Mexico? No. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a few times. Yeah. Like when you go to Mexico, do you find it weird when you can see the corruption like with your own eyes? Huh. Like when you can see the 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 guy who's trying to bait you into buying weed talking to the cop around the corner? Uh, I've never uh, been in that situation. No, oh, but... okay. Hey, like, it's funny because when I when I just have a look about me, so people just kind of go, "That guy's a stoner." And they're not wrong. It's a little offensive, I guess. I don't know what the stereotype is, but see, it's I, weird. I have, I have the same thing about me. Yeah. What's what's the common denominator? See, Certainly not. And people look at me and they're like, by. "You're a mobster. Or you're a cop." Yeah. And either way, no one wants to deal with me. Like, no one wants to deal. Like, there's a, a, a drug dealer will walk by and be like, uh, "He's either got his own shit <laughs> or he's gonna arrest me." I always like, get the "Hey man, you never. want some weed?" And then Only I go, in "Jamaica, actually." That, oh yeah, that yeah. did happen. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when I say, "Oh, actually, I'm from BC," he's like, "Ah oh, man, shit, you don't want my shit." Like that was what I would get. <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite response I ever got. Uh, but, well, at least uh, you're honest. But that's like a common racket in Mexico, like yeah, where, where they get the the street dealer to try and bait a tourist in, and then basically go the cop right around the corner he goes oh you were just buying drugs it's 200 dollars to get you out of the ticket that's a super common thing but that corruption that we see in what was typically termed third world countries growing up in our education but like basically ones that didn't have a government working for the people that that's what we're seeing now and we're seeing it on another level where it's shameless because we know that they're doing it and they're basically just going yeah what are you well, gonna do but about here's it? the problem. What I are you going to do about it? The corruption down there, if their courts got their shit together, could fix it. Our well, courts are complicit with the corruption going on up here. Well, and that's that's why we're fucked. Are you talking about U.S. or Canada on this one? Both of us. Yeah, I mean, in in Canada... Well, so the U.S. is a little bit different. Like, the, the U.S. Hmm. Mm. It's a little bit tougher. So... The legal system in Canada moves so fucking slowly mm-hmm. that, like, it's hard to be complicit with anything. You're more just, like, waiting 12 years and then going, well, after 12 years of seeing this, is it really that bad? That's, like, that's really, like, you see a lot more direct from the U.S. government where they're making policy and 
it just never actually hits the higher chords. And that's part of the whole purpose is they give themselves a head start and go, it'll take at least 10 years before this hits Supreme Court, so let's get as much profit as we that's can. That's not right. Years. It's not right? right. It's not right. But in <laughs> Mexico, for example, they'll never be able to actually get their court right because they're controlled by the U.S. government through money, through corruption. So they actually have no way out either, right? Like This is, this is why... I've come down to this. And you know what's so funny is I make every one of my friends uncomfortable. My, I had two of my close friends visiting me last week. And uh, and they're both they're both uh, from Vancouver. They're both on the left. One of them is making over a million. He work, he's a super genius. Um, and uh, um, and anyways, we were, we were having a conversation about politics and all this. And it was very much on the ilk that we had in terms of violence. And I said, like, I'm not a supporter of this. But tell me, tell me that this conclusion is not perfectly logical. And they were super disappointed in me, but also acknowledged they were like, you're right. I hate it. You're not wrong. And mm-hmm. and it's because they don't give a fuck about any about us being upset anymore. That doesn't matter. They're, they're now tuned out. Just like I don't react now when I see gore or violence on TV. They don't react now when they see people who are in distress, upset, or pissed off. The, the elites just don't give a fuck anymore, which means we have to do more, right? And... Mm. For those of you on the Christian side that are hearing violence and are thinking that like this, like, I don't know how many Christians we have listening to us. I would hope that there's a few just because I like to think that there's some open-mindedness in the religious community. No. But just remember that you've Realistically, got to... Realistically, no, though... There's not one. There's not a lot. <laughs> but, Maybe in Holland, in, in, in which case, thank you. I mean... Danke. I hope. I hope there's a few. Because a lot of Christians want to do good, right? They, they like to at least consider themselves to do good, but then consider this the for a second. You think the Belgians might be upset I told them thank you in German? Yeah. Uh, well, see, <laughs> G- Jesus is a brown Sorry. Middle Eastern socialist Jew who no. was killed by a cop for uh, for failing to abide by the well, one actual thing orders you kinda, of the time. One thing you kind of melted my brain with, when you go on vacation <laughs> and you want to spend money and enjoy yourself, you want to go somewhere all-inclusive, don't you? Yeah. You want to go somewhere where you can drink as much as you want not worry about that sounds really good out Evan. the wallet that's <laughs> well that don't you realize awesome. that's a socialist utopia yeah. you're going to you dumb fuck like i like, i thought you were gonna bring up funny, a cruise like, ship that's the biggest the not, biggest discovery that you find is that <laughs> that there is there is a grain of truth in what we were sold on socialism yeah but they were wrong on almost all of it. And mm-hmm. we're through discussion realizing that when we when you started the conversation saying we've come to collective decisions on how we could do this, that right there is a socialist approach. We're trying to better each other's situation, not just our own individual situation. Now, okay. Right? That's beautiful and what we need to be doing. I know that that's not something that you're comfortable with because, again, you love the tag. You love the label, which is so funny. Maybe you're but right. But I, I, at the end of the day... You can be right-wing and hold a lot of those things, but you care too much about people for you to actually be the heartless person that... like the. I just think if you become successful as an individual... You should leave something for society. Yeah. And that doesn't make me a socialist. I can make I money yeah. with a company with no reins or bullshit from the government. I don't think you're socialist. But I, I think- can pay my staff a livable wage. I can pay my staff with contracts that measure to gold. Most I can do don't. whatever the fuck I want as a capitalist owner of my business. But I'll tell you something. You take care of the people buying what you're selling, and you take care of the people making what you're selling. Yeah. You're going to make and sell more of it. 
Well, so here's here's where I'll put you. I don't think you're a socialist. What I think is is that you what what you just acknowledged, and what I think that you're starting to realize is socialism would be a utopia. That's the grain of lie or, or truth that was originally sold through Marx, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the grain of truth from the other side of it is is that it's probably unattainable, which means yeah. that what you just said was true. When you gain more than the majority, your goal, you're, 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 you have now a duty to try to lift them back up a little bit more. You don't have to bring them up to square. In my opinion. But you benefit them and bring them up. If well, you are at the top of your industry... You should try to make everyone in your industry better at what they do. Yeah. And paid properly for the work they accomplish. Yeah. Now, I don't think unions are at all a non-capitalist thing. No. no. I think if you have a group of people that have a skill I never got that, that they have worked for and they have struggled to learn, they should honestly have the ability to get together and get paid whatever the fuck yeah i mean if i if if, it's only fair well yeah like if you get paid by the project versus getting paid by the hour that makes way more sense Mm -hmm. right because even if you're paid by the hour like teacher unions or mcdonald's unions like in my opinion i don't know why the fuck We've gone away from unionizing every bit of the fucking workforce. Yeah. And it's made us weak. It has. Y- you with all your left-wing beliefs sitting there wondering, man, bro, why don't I get paid more an hour, bro? I've been working here for 12 fucking years, bro. Maybe get together with all the other dumb fucks that have been working 12 years in the same dumb fuck industry yeah. and get your dumb fucks together and talk about why you guys should get together and... Here's the thing. Even if you don't work for the same company, you have the same fucking skills, those skills are worth something. If you feel like you're not worth it, get together with the people that aren't worth it and make it worth it. it's, It's completely capitalist because it comes from an internal belief that you're worth more. So and like you the need Union Party the of Alberta is birthing itself right now, just so you know. I, I think that, frankly... If we had unionized more of our oil and gas jobs, if we could unionize, if you could, could you imagine if we unionized retail? Oh, unionize, unionize, yeah. like, but that, that's the, the interesting thing is, is what about you, the food industry? Oh well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> front, like these frontline heroes that everybody's been yeah. talking about, but hasn't, we're doing given nothing shit for, about. by the way, if you're in a drive through today and you're in anywhere in Western Canada during a fucking 40 degree heat spike, Know that restaurants don't have air conditioning in the kitchen zones. Oh. So be extra nice to those people. It's going to be slow. They're fucking burning. Yeah. Right? There's a reason why a lot of these places are closing uh, uh, as well to give their workers some breaks. Yeah. So be patient. Be calm. Everybody's fucked. These are the people who have been doing everything during COVID. Don't give them a fucking hard time now because this is literally Edmonton opens up on Friday. We're not having mass mandate anymore and all of this. And these poor workers who are who are finally going to be on par with everyone and working the same hours as everyone again are getting fucked even harder in the final week right before it. And Don't what, be a dick. Be uh, nice to them. And what's another two minutes for a Baconator? Yeah. Fuck. It's like, it's absolutely insane. That pisses me off more than anything. Yeah, when I see people you being a dick to the fucking drive-through people. Yeah, fuck yourself. Straight up, when I was oh. in high school, before I met my wife, I went on this date with this chick. She lived in St. Albert, 
and she had this really rich. Uh, I'm not going to say anything else because you might know this lady. Oh. <laughs> uh, but it, we went on a date, and uh, you know, Bill came. Everything up to that point was great. I picked her up. We went to the we went to Lazia, just North Saint Albert. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. North Edmonton, South St. Albert. Yeah, I'll that's not it. there anymore. It's not there. It's uh, it's a Cajun house now. But before, they used to do like really good martinis. And it was a good date spot because they had happy hour from like 5 to 8. Oh, that's a good happy so, hour. So, yeah, it was great. Oh, it's like ends at 6. Yeah, you, 5 to, to 8, you could get like a $6 martini. Yeah. And it's a double, right? Like, yeah, so you could get a date lit. Awesome place. It was two stories, so they come around when they came around. You could have time to chat. They weren't always bugging you. It was a good mood. Anyway, so I start, you know, a few martinis. You know, we chat and we order food. A few more martinis, whatever. And then, uh, you know, I go to pay, and I don't know if this is a Ted Mosby thing because of how I met your mother. Yeah. But the check dance for a millennial is, it's a beautiful thing. If I grab the check and you don't try, you know, I'm just like... This, is, so this I might have been our check. first date, but it's also our last This one. was the first... <laughs> yeah, this was the first date kind of thing. We met, uh, I think, on the bus going to university. Oh, and yeah. you're going to talk about the check? Anyway, so I grabbed the check and she doesn't say anything. And I, I just kind of let it go. I was like, hey, I can still get laid, whatever. All right, so I throw the card in there, close it. And then, uh, you know, she goes on this rant. Oh, you're you're just gonna pay? And I was like, you didn't really put well, up a you, fight, yeah. Right? Oh my that's god, that's what I said. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I'll pay. Like, whatever. She's like, the man should pay. Oh, oh. and then literally, this is what I did. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. I picked up the fucking folder with my card in it. I walked it over to the waitress, took my card out, and I said. I really got to go. My girlfriend over there said she's got to pay. I just got something I got to deal with. I just got to oh, go, right? Man. So I left her there. I drove her there. Oh. I drove her there. I left her there with the bill. And I Good. Off. Good. Because, like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, what a like, bitch. Like, the man should pay. Are that, you fucking kidding me? That, you can't argue against gender roles but and honestly, try to impose there was one more of, some to of the that worst date, ones. too. Like, she, we drove by that, uh, like mega Christian center kind of by city Ford there, you know, like right to the 156 St. Albert trail. You okay. got, you got city Ford yeah, yeah, yeah. and then across the road, you got that mega church. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're driving by this mega church. It just got built like a couple of years ago. And I was like, <laughs> you know, they do faith healing there. And she's like, my dad had some faith healing and it oh! worked. <laughs> and like, at that point, I just kind of like, oh, okay. Shit. <laughs> I can let this one go. God yeah. damn it. Might still get some butt sex. Christian <laughs> girls, butt sex. Fuck write you it in the down. ass because I love Jesus. Yes. <laughs> anyway, write it down. You don't know. Now you know. Uh, but it didn't That's happen. That's an Aubrey Plaza song, by the way. I, I literally, yes. I, I literally fucking just since she said, "Oh, the man should pay." After after that evening, I was like, mm. "Yeah, <laughs> interesting." Yeah, you ever I, have a fucking like time like that? Like it, uh, my my brother. Honestly, we were at uh, the Rock one one time. We were just meeting up there, and uh, this chick came up to say, "Hey, buy me a drink." He's like, "Oh, okay." goes and buys a drink he literally drinks it in front of the lady flips her off like i don't know maybe maybe it's just the asshole that gets all the ladies but i, I just gotta say like have you ever had a experience 
where like maybe you know being what? the I'll, asshole I'll, was I'll, the best. I'll tell you, I'm not a fucking asshole like at all. I'm not either. And usually. you know what? I haven't had any ladies at all. Hmm. <laughs> I know you've had more. Like you're being modest. Okay, I've had like three, four, five. That's you know. I can, I can tell you that it depends on the situation, but being an asshole fucking works. It's not being an asshole. It's 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 close, it's and that's being, that nugget of it's truth. It's being dominant. No, it's not that either. <laughs> this is, so me and my best friend figured this out way back it's when. Being dominant. <laughs> okay, I'm so not being aggressive. I go to college uh, right out of a four year uh, <laughs> four year relationship. I go to college and I'm playing <laughs> hockey, and um, so I'm single finally. Oh. And uh, and I'm indifferent because I'm I'm also broken hearted as a four year relationship. That happens. But Honestly, you want to know why guys are dicks? It's usually because they had a bad relationship before they became a dick. Yeah, sometimes I gotta it's say, a bad like, relationship with a woman. Sometimes it's a bad relationship with their father. But a lot of the time, it's just a bad relationship. I feel like we've all, all had I'm bad saying. relationships, but, I think, but we're not dicks. But I think here's here's what I mean. It's not the dicks that get it. Women. Women have a hard time discerning no, the between the two. No, 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 Fact. no. Here's the here's Fact. what it is. Women want the person who is in not looking out for them, as in uninterested. Because it's a there's a certain level of challenge to go, he didn't notice me right away, so he's not hypersexualizing me. Mm-hmm. And therefore, if I can get him to notice me afterwards, it's organic and he's liking me for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's the brain. That doesn't work. So <laughs> when I, and this was not ever intentionally, but I used to go to the club in track pants and a hoodie with a beer in my kangaroo pocket. Did you sell I, drugs I, out of that pocket? No, but I'm talking like dress like a bum. I would go with my whole hockey team dressed to the nines sure, and the sure. basketball team all dressed up. Okay. And one day, one day I'm sitting Did you upstairs. All say Supreme. No, hang on, hang on. Hang on. So, so I'm I'm sitting upstairs, and this is when when my my good friend, like my best friend Shane, he tells me he's like that was like what the fuck is this? So he's like this is this is just you not giving a shit. So I'm sitting upstairs, the dance floor is on the downstairs and we're I'm, I'm having a beer, my lucky extra that I snuck in in my hood. Nice. And um and there's one really attractive girl dancing on the dance floor. Like incredibly attractive, right? Yeah. And she's got a friend and I kind of like look down whatever and I'm just drinking my beer. Don't care. 5 minutes later her friend comes up and she goes she comes up to me, she taps me on the shoulder. She's like, "Hi, uh my friend wants to know if you want to have a dance." And I was like, which one's your friend? And she points to the really good looking woman. And I go, well, you can go and tell your friend if she wants to ask me something. She can come up here and do it herself. And <laughs> that, I just got to say, if it was the ugly check, what would have you said? I don't know. Same that it, thing. Probably more or less the same thing. I, same I, thing. I, think, I think either way, if guys have to have the balls to go ask out, that's not like I could get my guy friend to ask exactly. you out for me. Then you can go and do it, yeah. right? If that's what you want. So come, come and ask, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so she did. She came upstairs. And did she bring she, someone with her? No, she sits down on my lap right oh, away, shit. and she immediately tries to make out with me. And what? I, and oh, I smell cigarettes shit. on her oh, breath. Oh shit! And I go, did see that to me. Recently, that to me is a huge yes. turn on. And I said, well, then a you're going to have to drink smokes? some of this because well, I hate the smell of cigarettes. And she chugs the beer right in front of me. And but that was the funny thing. I, I didn't. I didn't take her home. There are other reasons around that, and we can get into that off air. But um, <laughs> a string was involved. Or cited by a friend of mine. Okay, off air. Um, yes, yeah. yeah. Don't think about it any further. We'll go into it later. Anyways, 
that was my one experience or one, one of the more obvious experiences in which it was in a rather indifference and more just like trying to equalize the playing field. And that actually got her attention because I wasn't jumping to be at, you her. know, and that's the one thing like cat calling pisses women off about yeah. is they want to have certain exactly. attention, but you know, that's but everybody exactly wants it. to have attention, right? Yeah. But it's when you're overtly like we, as a guy, if I saw you walking, I'm like, Dude, those fucking shoes make your feet look so fucking hot, man. Like, <laughs> holy shit. It would be weird. It would be fucking weird. Yeah, if a woman yeah. said, oh my God, I love the shape of your cock in those tight shorts, that <laughs> would be awkward. It would be so uncomfortable. I At would the same be time, instant friends me, with that chick. Yeah, so part of me would be instantly, instantly flattered. Yeah. But hang on for a second. Also. What if she's butt ugly? Covered in oil, like most of the meatheads catcalling. Now hey, you're probably no you longer that interested. Point there. Here's right? the thing: like, I here, still am. Here, yeah, you <laughs> Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Hang on. He, he, here's where I'm at. I, I mean, mean, we're really far away from a cafe at this point. Oh, I, I, I know. I just, <laughs> I just think that. I think it takes a lot of charisma. Whatever we're doing, I, I think it takes a lot of charisma to get into a position where you can have that much you know, dominance over what people believe you're doing. And, you know, that could be right of the business you ran or what you've done for society or just by pure fluke. Oh, I posted a video of my foot and everyone thinks my foot's silly. Yeah. So I'm a popular guy now and I, it's actually my opinion sexy. matters. But what, what I really like enjoy about just this podcast, just to kind of bring it back and break the fourth wall <laughs> is Ooh. just, we have the ability to look at something that is obviously a murder. We all agree that's obviously a murder. Yeah. And I think everybody's and sitting a at... It's obviously a cover-up. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, all evidence hasn't come out yet. Yeah, the problem is is the evidence can't come out because there was a murder. Yeah, And he had the evidence. <laughs> oh, he also had a lot of I other evidence. I love this kind of shit. But that, oh. I, I but that, I agree, right? Like that's the problem. Is the reason why the gooch is important is because the truth isn't actually spoken. And I don't know that we can guarantee that we're on there, but we're definitely looking deeper than a lot, like that, than at least the, what the mainstream message has been. And I think that's where we actually get along. It's he, why that we bridge that left and right is because yeah. we're willing to not believe the narrative. Wow, because that's we've so been true. Fucked by it for so hard. That's uh, for, so, for so true. hard for so long. Right? And I think we've both kind of grasped to more right or left beliefs depending on who's speaking but i think like we come down to the fact that we agree on a lot of the solutions yeah you know this needs to change this needs to change so and so so if, like you be... two can come together mm-hmm. why can't why can't america come that's together? exactly it why can't i was just Canada gonna say i together? can't why be can't, the only like... i can't be the only person on the planet that can understand that I'm wrong and not let my ego get in the way and understand that there's another point of view. No, but that that's that's gets into that education where they were trained to think being and that's wrong the thing. was an abomination. Like, we we like I think everybody here thing. went against the grain. Yeah. You know, like you should be like not interacting with me, driving a Mercedes, <laughs> getting head from <laughs> what day is it today? Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah. the Wednesday. You know, head. Like I- I'm just saying, man. Like we we we've come a long way from like the 
I think the archetype of yeah. what we should have been. I mean, if my parents had their way, I would have either been in the military as an officer or as an engineer, probably designing weapons. That's honestly what I wanted to do. Yeah, you would have been a lawyer. But he, he, here's the thing: yeah. I think I think even if we achieve both those things, we still could have been friends. Yeah. And I mean, the one weird thing is that there's obviously a meat grinder effect to getting to those places, though. And that's, that's what desensitizes most people. And what 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 really enthralls me about this podcast is the fact that I finally met probably the only other two people I know on this planet that haven't been desensitized that want to formulate change. And, you know, we might not know how to, but at least the discussions there. Yeah, and that's what makes this great. I mean, wow. yeah, we're supposed to be discussing John McAfee here. I, I think it's been beat to death. I look at it the same as Jeff Epstein. Yeah. The only thing that changed for me is I think now America is implicit in both those murders, whereas initially I thought possibly maybe the UK was implicit in Jeff Epstein's murder. Regardless, I mean, there, there's a it's a giant circle jerk. We've exactly. already kind of talked about how Russia is just a fake enemy, right? Like they're they're, they're obviously that's the, the other thing I wanted to up. bring up before. Exactly. Like, if you're a Marvel fan, Russia is to the US what Loki is to Thor. Mm-hmm. They love each other. They fight all the time. They bicker all the time. And Loki's always fucking with them. Thor's always capturing them, fucking them back. But here's the but thing: they both will never their... ever turn on each other. And in times of uh, no, of exactly, stress, they will team up. And yeah. both their GDPs are so tied to their military development. Yeah, I'm not talking about their military expeditions. I'm talking about the research and development. What science is looking into? What they're making in bunkers or wherever the fuck. You know that... They're dumping tons of money into how to kill people more efficiently. Russia's military budget actually covers things that are insane. So do you <laughs> know that for YouTube, for example... Um, 100, I'm surprised you of, looked into this. So yeah, 100% of all of those 60-second um, uh, meal prep videos are made in russia in youtube true. farms that's actually true right so youtube farms are set up to it for for click rate ad revenue in, and they've actually <sighs> tested multiple times fucking with uh united states uh view of united they states prosperity. don't allow it on youtube anymore that's no why i BuzzFeed know that they, they got caught fucking over. with it exactly exactly but and they were why, like, testing it uh, youtube's demonetized a shitload of its um viewership of its you know of its audience creators yeah uh, and a lot of that is because of exactly that uh you have foreign countries coming into your country with just information and here's the thing i mean just because of the fact no global system is on gold standard anymore yeah if a country is making less u.s dollar and they have the ability to make u.s dollar they're going to do that. Yep. So countries throughout the European Union are like giving up on production and efficiency and everything capitalist just to make content for YouTube. And the reason is YouTube used to pay in US dollar because it is a US company. YouTube also gives half of more, a little bit more than half of all of its earnings back to its creators through their creator funds, whereas TikTok gives mm-hmm. seven times less than that. Well, I think TikTok, there, there's a lot of reasons why. Well, they're run by the Chinese government. I they're, mean, you said it. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I wasn't... 
I'm kind of setting you up because you're left, and I'm like, ah, China's left. No, 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 no. You can say it. I every once in a while I get the feeling that TikTok realizes that I'm one of those people that can be provoked into extremism and knows that that's something like I'm very anti status quo in North America. I get the same thing with YouTube at like three in the morning. You get weird videos, eh? Like, yeah, I, I'm like, I'll, how to make a switch? Three yeah. videos, and I'm like, wait a minute. If I put all these three videos together, I could make a bomb. Yeah, I get weird TikToks combined <laughs> in terms of like, did you know this social movement was connected to this social movement? If you were to stop this one, then you cut off all of the funding to all three of them. Yeah. And I go, huh, that wouldn't be that difficult. What was really cool, that plant <laughs> you talked about, the What's Brussels that? sprout. Oh, broccoli, yeah, the, the, the one genetically modified version of mustard. Cauliflower. That, uh, that makes fucking... cauliflower, broccoli, uh, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kohlrabi. Uh, kale, all of it comes from one genetically modified version of mustard. That's seed. what we should be learning online. Yeah, yeah. Not how to fucking. We would eat also be reducing CO two emissions if we started growing all this shit in our backyard. I just found out because my mom's visiting and she's gardening for us. I only found out this week that a I have mint. I thought I would have smelled it just through weed whacking. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, and B, I have shallots. I've been buying shallots every week for a fucking, but since I moved here, I grow them and they're amazing, but I don't know what they look like. Green they have a white flower. Yeah. Yeah, but they have a white flower and then it's the bulb at the bottom. I didn't know See, what I'm looking for. when you say shallots to me, I think tiny onions. Tiny well, onions, sh- yeah. Shallots are like the, yeah, the yeah. tiny onions, but that's what it is. You see a green onion growing out with a white flower yeah, 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 on it. Yeah, yeah. If you pull the bulb up, that's a shallot at the base. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and that's, I have those. I had no idea. I, I have those and I'm proud. Yeah, I love them. I would I would have loved to know how to do all that shit. Like, that's the funny thing is like, they didn't teach us how to be self-sustainable. They taught us how to, how to how to pro, how to provide for others how to generate revenue for other industries that were already established none of it was like <coughs> hey why don't we learn how to creatively make vegetables taste good could you imagine like just one, a one year course only cheese. cooking vegetables making them taste good cheese well yeah cheese is definitely one of the ways but you got to find another way cheese Soy sauce would be in it like, with hoisin, like and ve- cheese, like yeah, cheese good, but not with hoisin. <laughs> no, not no cheese in in Japanese. Cheese, no cheese in Japanese. <laughs> you know, I, I I totally agree. I I would love to have things. I that remember teach going me how to be through, a better me, and this wasn't long right. ago. And this yeah. is what fucking breaks my mind. When I was in junior high, I had the choice to take home economics, which was sewing. Yeah. Which should be that shit. Yeah. How to pay your taxes, understanding the law. How to shop grocery-wise. How to shop grocery-wise. How to do a budget. Write a resume. How how to write a resume. Holy fuck. All these things you're going to need to know. No, it's how to sew pants. Yeah. And make a pie. When I was in junior high, it was like, you took shop or home ec. And if you were a guy at home ec... I was lucky. My home ec actually had a cooking option. You like guys. You like... Oh, that, that's the thing. Home ec was also cooking. So that was... Yeah. So my school I, split I like it cooking. into two divisions. Well, that so was I was able thing. to choose... So, so the second year, I got to choose between uh, woodwork and metalwork for one semester and then cooking and sewing. So I took cooking and metalwork. I know how to use a bandsaw. <laughs> like, that's what I'm doing. I know how to use a bandsaw and a table saw and a circular saw. Yeah. I've never used one. 
Yeah. I will pay someone to do that. I wish I learned how to cook with vegetables more. Yeah. Because they're cheap as fuck. Fake sauces? I wish I knew what tax forms mean because I pay my lawyer and my accountant a fuck ton of money yeah. because I never got taught what the fuck that shit means. Hey, Evan, what's your employment laws? Oh, I don't know what your rights are as an employee because I've never been told them. Stupid. I have no fucking clue what I'm allowed to do. We're literally creating, and, and now we're not even letting them fail. We're yeah. not even letting kids fail till they get to high school. Ugh. And then they get to high school and they're like, oh, I want to be an astronaut. It's like, son. Let me take you aside. Let me, let me tell you what space is and what you isn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you needed to get into math in grade five if you wanted to go into space. What's Fuck. math? Yeah. I'm bad at pie. But that's the thing, right? Like, people, like, they talk about, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? You oh, can my God, be anything. I want to be this. Okay. But once they tell you that, give them a checklist. Fucking right? go, oh, okay, well, here's what you want to do. Because I never had any clue how to get where I wanted to go either. That's, that's why I didn't thing. know what I why wanted. Why would I tell you? Yeah. What, what the fuck is the value in telling you? You're not going to help me with and it. And also, like, why didn't they say what you want to do is fucking useless? Yeah. That would have solved a huge issue with our generation. I wanted to be a professional hockey player. Oh, cool. Well, out of 100 people, one a foot from one person will make it to the NHL. <laughs> You're not going to fucking do it. Like, yeah. at the end of the day... That would have been great because I could have still played on my junior never thinking of it as a potential career and then therefore being open to what's coming at me as opposed to closed-minded and focusing on my sport, yeah. right? Like, that's... But, like, let's... let's We could even move into the economics of fucking professional athletes because talk about just changing, like, ancient uh, Athens. All we're doing is taking young people at the peak of their physical capabilities, putting them on TV and making them fight each other for money. For way less money than the people who are putting them on TV are getting. Also like, Sparta. And also well, what, fucking what, up their brains uh, for a while. I was just oh, going to say. What, what, what makes me so upset is exactly that. You can see that we've just been complicit with making successful young people put up with more shit generation after generation after generation. Because, oh, it was hard for me when I was trying, so I got to make it... Equally, if not more hard no. for you. Yeah, that's Evan, why I'm actually and not that's so... why, honestly, I can't stand working for other people. Yeah. I I will be that's just the way it personally is. Personally employed because I, I I I can't I can't imagine the shit you go through. Yeah, because you, like you've said, have more education than everybody you've worked for. Yeah, ever you've never worked for somebody more educated than you. <laughs> no. and for me, like. I have a lot of experience in the car industry, but I might not be more educated than the guy I'm working for, Yeah. but I might see a solution that he missed. Yeah. And, you know, for me, if I bring it up to him, you know, I'm just going to get shot down. You just I, won't even get hired. But that's the thing, right? I feel like, almost, honestly, you'll get in the room and you'll get shot down the first three or four times. And then maybe the fifth time he'll go, let's give it a try because I've been failing for the last while. Maybe. I usually maybe. get fired after time number two. Yeah. Because after, like, I'll give everybody the first one. Like, hey, man, they like, try this out. And then it's like, oh, we've been doing it 20 years. You think we would have thought of that sometime along then? We would have tried that and it didn't work. Oh, so yeah. we're doing it this way. And this is the way it has to be because it's the best way. Yeah. And then you just you're like, but if you do this one little, and then they're like, we obviously tried that. 
years and years before you were even a twinkle in your mother's eye. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't work, and now you're here trying to try to change things, and it's not going to happen. And, like, for me, uh, like, I... I I get to a point where I'm like, no, literally, if you make this little fucking change, it's going to make you, like, way more money. Yep. And I, I can't imagine they obviously having that plus 70 grand and the same position. Yeah, more, but yeah. Well, how much? I have how much I pay in school? Yeah. Uh, 60 for law school, and then uh, about... 15 to 20 for my and what, what year did you uh, graduate 2019 okay so 2% inflation let's call it yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, pri- prices have gone up because now international students are in here so people that uh, like like the last semester for my, for people that were in first year when I was graduating they graduated this year they didn't have a ceremony all of their fees were more than mine and they got nothing of what we got they didn't even have physical presence you know how hard that would be to learn like one of the beautiful things about like, I'm How do you give, learn law a, without human emotion? Well, exactly. So, like, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to Thompson Rivers University, the law program there. That's a new. That is literally how you create Nazis because you look at eugenics and you're like, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, science back then—that's just how it was. If you don't, you have, had no one in the room arguing with you. Now you literally have no room. Yeah, that's fucked. It's horrible. The best parts about law school were, were participation. All of my friends from law school are people <laughs> that I got into it with in class because we Ugh. were willing to speak out against the status quo. These are the people that like. Those are the things that need to happen. And I'm not saying that none of that happened because, to be honest, a lot of professors are activists. They opted out of the legal profession mm-hmm. because they hated it, and they're like, "Fuck it, let's carve these kids to make them better." That's what a lot of them are. Not all of them especially not at fucking u of t where they're paying them a quarter mil so those people are perfectly comfortable being horrible horrible human beings as professors well, what are they doing so i mean you uh, don't just an ethics pro- professor twice. at so an ethics professor at university of toronto verbatim told someone from the graduating class of 2019 that i know uh that um basically he was asking about how come we don't have salary caps like the medical profession because it's a right for people to know their rights. I remember you talking about this, and then and the bitch she was said, like, oh, we... We worked hard enough. You deserve what you got. Yeah, fuck that. Not doctors. They don't deserve that is really what they're saying. Yeah. Right? But that horrible human being. Horrible mm-hmm. fucking human being. But TRU, I will give them a lot of credit. They hire a lot of very good left-leaning people in terms of anti-system. Mm-hmm. When I mean left, so I and and maybe that's the wrong word because obviously we're all anti-system and we're not all left. So just people who go against <laughs> the grain. But you know, I, but like I, a I good gotta say though, I mean for the educated uh, mass group that is higher education university, yeah, you'll be hard pressed to find someone like me politically, like politically right leaning, and also libertarian. I yeah, the the libertarian aspect's an interesting one, mostly because fiscal conservatism, as we talked about, like basically both of our ideals are yeah. impossible, which is probably why when you get to reason, I get to a place that I think is closer to the middle than you, and I mm-hmm. think it's more that you haven't interacted with enough people to get because you're reasonable. Well, so once we interact, you we get to almost the same spot. Well, because our utopias the only place are, are, I are disagree. Who the hell's gonna be fucking authoritarian? Well, yeah, there's not a lot of authoritarians in education. Honestly, though, I mean, the, you, there the are more, some, but... The more I've been a part of these podcasts, 
the less libertarian I feel like I am some days. I don't think because, we're authoritarian in the, well, as the like, opposite. No. Here's the thing. I think we both agree that there's 10% of people that can drive the bus in society, if yeah. you know what I mean. Well, yeah. The, yeah, and okay. then there's probably 30% after that that can like understand what the bus is and where it's going. Yeah. And then there's sixty percent of the fucking population that are just dumb cunts. Well, I think I think fifty percent are all made whoa. as riders and ten percent uh. can't spell bus. But <laughs> well, yeah, you could you could pick apart the other sixty percent, but I do think that there. But I do think there's also there's a lot of value to people who are willing to sit on the bus. I think. Oh, that for that's, sure. That's the and, other you know, thing. I think I'm wildly off with those statistics. But at the end of the day, when we get hit with all these anti-vaxxers that want to keep you know, this this province open for Stampede. And then, you know, we got the premier saying, oh, basically dissent is unforgivably horrible. Yeah. On Twitter. You yeah. know, I, I wanted to post a thing when he posted that, like, oh, this is very unhelpful, all this negative. And I'm like, since when does a If you're a retail worker, a frontline worker, or a quote-unquote hero in the last year, one in three people that you're going to encounter in Alberta, one in three people you're going to encounter face-to-face is going to be a human incubator. Yeah. Also, like, it's, what it's happened insane. to politicians that could understand dissent and criticism? Yeah. Well, Kenny's been authoritarian since the get-go, right? That's why we are not authoritarian. We're very but, libertarian. But here's, here's where I'm at. I mean, if, if I got control... And I could change things. Yep. I'd want to be authoritarian too. I think that there's difference in terms of your authority. I would, I would but think that's, that. That's the problem. Like, once no. you get that power. Like, no, yeah, but you don't have to do that. But you, but our, but here's the thing. I think a lot of the decisions we would make all would not be imposing ourselves on others, but rather imposing a regime which gives freedom to more people. Like also that's true. That's the other thing. Like, we'd be authoritarian with our approach. Yeah. But the outcome would not be authoritarian. It would be incredibly libertarian. We would be like, we're imposing this whether you fucking like it or not. Yeah. And on the other end of it, everybody's going to be a lot freer. Yeah. Uh, but that I know that's that's the hard part. But you, I don't all, like it. I know, but we've talked about marketing, I don't right? Like and we it. don't we don't control the machine. So that's the end thing is you can't convince people of what's right. This is this this goes back to that that example I used of that woman going, well, if the Amer- if, oh well, if the vaccine's best for our health and that's why they're covering it, why don't they cover uh, cancer medication? They should, they should. They genuinely this one, poor woman and all of these people in the, those states genuinely don't understand that they're voting against their own self interest and they never will. They never will, and that's something that we have to accept. Which means that what we have to do is actually influence them on a different scale for a change the system. Once you force the system, they're all passengers. They don't care. If the bus changes while they're riding it, they don't give a fuck because they're not caring. Those, only the first 40%, like you said, will even notice and only 10% will have been involved in it. Yeah. Right? But the rest of them don't even give a fuck. As long as their chair is somewhat still uh, as comfortable as it was when they got on... They don't give a fuck, which means we can change the bus for them. That's that authoritarian thing. Whereas Kenny is is quite literally saying, everybody who's enjoying riding the bus, you're now the mechanics. Mechanics, we don't trust you anymore. Here, We're now dragging you behind the bus. Here, like, here, here's where I'm at. He though. doesn't trust science. He only wants the dumbos If you top. look at any period of human history, like we understood mathematics to a point where we could make a perfect square, not only one, but three 
in completely different destinations with perfect squares building up to a perfect pyramid three times by a sphinx that, by all accounts of science, shouldn't exist. 1.3 million stones in the Great Pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. We went from that to this. And, I, I, I mean, if we want to tie this back to McAfee and Epstein... What what gets me with today's society is you have these, well, these two white men. I don't think they have to be white men. No, it doesn't matter. I think you had these two people that stood against a system... In a position of power that... That has broken the world. And I think that we continue on this path. You're going to get a lot about what we talked about on Wednesday. Yeah. It's not going to get any better. That garbage patch is going to get bigger. The world's going to get hotter. This isn't going to change. And these were the two people that were either part of the horrible thing that is what we allow to run things or horrible at least trying to point out the fact that the people trying to run things are fucked. Oh, and oh, not yeah. to mention... Both these people are dead. Not to mention the Catholic Church still hasn't apologized. They won't. No, they never will. No. Well, and... And for people we in should Canada, tax the church. I think further to that the church should be seen as what it is is it's a mind control facility. So tax oh, yeah. it. Less people will want it, tax then it'll the disappear. Church. Well, yeah. I mean, you just you, you tax treat it. it. You treat it as a business. Um, tax it. But just to tie this back into Epstein and then bring it all the way back to Canada, this is again historical. Whenever there's someone going against what the system likes, they will suppress them. So when people are looking back, and I've done this, and I'm guilty for it too. I I went on my boomer rant, and it's not like there weren't hippies who were protesting or people who were getting shot in the streets for trying to stop things. They existed, and that needs to be acknowledged. There were Absolutely. always people who were trying to resist. There's no denying that there were a lot of good people in there um, who were who were putting up a fight. But the path not to enough, hell. not enough, um, <laughs> but there were. And I think one that we found in the last week here has been this guy, um, what's his name here? Dr. Peter Bryce. Dr. Peter Bryce, who at the turn of the century was raising alarms with the Canadian government about all of these kids dying in residential schools and was trying to actually get the medical care. This is a white doctor too, non-Indigenous. And he was bringing this to their attention and they scrubbed him. They basically fucking kept him out. They suppressed him at every turn. This is a guy who was pointing out the fact that the, when he was going and checking on how many students these these schools actually had, the reason they weren't issuing death certificates is because the amount of money they got from the Canadian government was based off of class attendance. So these dead kids that they had murdered were still attending class on their checklists. Oh this is God. this Ugh. is the stuff that was called to their attention, and they suppressed it. The government will never be on your side, and the U.S. government is the worst, well, one of the worst of them. They're just the enemy we know. That's why we've gotten comfortable with them. And I think that's the one we leave it with right there. I mean, it's dark, but uh, I mean, it sucks. But I think that, yeah, hopefully going into your weekend, a lot more sunshine and brightness than we just left you on. But sunshine and brightness. Yeah, maybe not too much heat. You know, I uh, I don't know what to say anymore. You know, like we uh, every day we're getting more reports of dead children. Yeah. And... There's the white response that I'm hearing. Oh, tuberculosis. Oh, the Spanish flu. 
Those were going on when those schools were open. That's why there's so many grades. Bullshit. That, that, no, is fuck that, you. Is that actually when an When is an unmarked mass grave ever a good thing? The guy that Kenny... Ever. When Kenny had his history curriculum written, the guy he commissioned to write it is a guy who is an, uh, the, the owner and chief editor of the newspaper who the day after the 215 was discovered came out and said it was tuberculosis. Oh, This my is who edited God. our history curriculum. This is why it's all part uh. of the same circle jerk. This is why Kenny came out and said, uh, in response to people ca- wanting to cancel Canada Day, which, by the way, Freedom as much as we're Day. against... Can- cancel culture that would be the most canadian thing ever because you're not canceling anything what you're doing is you're canceling the celebration but you're all coming together as canadians and you're that's saying the most, sorry yeah that's oh the most God. canadian thing ever you come together and and say sorry and you don't care about what the people looking uh, look like next to you that's the most canadian thing you could ever fucking do but yeah sure call it freedom day get drunk at some pub like fucking kenny wants you to and vote Fuck. ucp right like yeah uh, it's i have no political party no and I think that that's going to be a topic of future discussion. I but hope I got to so. head out. Um, All right. Vote Wild Rose. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Vote for Tristan and Evan. Yeah. Ballot's coming soon. See you next week. All right. This guys. has been the Gooch. <laughs>